Hi, welcome to episode 87 of Whispers Plant Spirit Medicine Podcast. I'm Amanda Nicole, and I have some medicine for you. I was a little unsure (laughs) if I was going to share this medicine with you at this moment because I have not even had my tea this morning. (laughs) The water is heating up on the stove. But I'm here at this lovely place that a friend opened to my children and I to spend a couple of days and it's right on the water and there's a lovely balcony and I can step out onto that balcony and I'm right there at the water and there's a beautiful blooming tulip poplar that grows up right past the balcony. And this morning when I stepped out to enjoy the fresh air and the water and the tulip poplar, three Canadian geese flew very low over me and made their (laughs) lovely geese sound. I'm sure there's a technical term for that. And I just smiled because those geese have been a really lovely part of the last couple of days. Um... The first evening, I saw two adult geese coming through the water with four little babies between them, little goslings. And then they came back yesterday morning, and I knew they'd be back this evening, you know, yesterday evening. But when they came back yesterday evening, they weren't alone. There was another little goose family with them. And that family had the two adults and then eight little goslings. And it was just such a sweetness to watch those little tiny goslings just work, you know, for everything they had (laughs) to paddle their little feet and learn, you know, how to be in this world as safely kept Um, bookended by their parents. So I was standing on the balcony this morning, just enjoying the water, the tree, the air, the morning sounds. Then the geese flew overhead. And a few moments later, the tiniest, tiniest little white downy feather started to float through the air in front of me. And as soon as I saw the little feather, so soft and white and delicate, I knew that was my answer because I'd been sitting there thinking, you didn't record this episode yesterday. Should you record it today? Should you drink your tea first? Should you do it before the day gets busy? And then there was the feather giving me the answer, yes. Because the feather was an image that came to me yesterday as I was thinking about another word. So in the previous podcast, I believe episode 86, um, where I spoke about nettles and touching with intention, the word that had been coming into my mind was manhandled, to manhandle. (laughs) This is a very different word that I'm thinking about now. The word that has been coming into my mind Um, these last couple of days as I sit on this balcony in the presence of this blooming tulip poplar is refined. 
refinement. Now, there's two ways that this word can go as we talk about tulip poplar. And I think one of those ways I will save for another time and another place. But I'm going to take this second option and share it with you today. It's a very lovely pairing after the last episode on nettles and the word manhandle. <laughs> now we're going to have tulip poplar and the word refine or refined. So I know what this word means, right? So many of us do. We hear a word. We know what it feels like. We know what it means. We may not be able to articulate it like a dictionary, but we, we know what the word means. And that's how I felt with this word. But I chose to look it up yesterday to deepen my understanding of the word and also the medicine and the experience I was having. So when I looked it up, it said that to be refined meant to be free from impurities or elegant, cultured in appearance, manner, or taste. Or for something to be refined meant that it had been developed or improved so as to be precise and subtle. And then, of course, there was, to expand on the definition of free from purities, um, where impurities or unwanted elements have been removed by process. And that's the aspect I'll save for another time and another bit of tulip poplar medicine that was shared yesterday. But the portion where it talks about elegance and being cultured in appearance or manner or taste and this precision and subtlety and even some of the words that came to mind yesterday were poise and grace. This is the medicine of tulip poplar that I want to share because as some of you know, when you've listened to past podcasts or YouTube videos or been in classes with me, part of the medicine of tulip poplar is tender, gentle touch. It is a way of being in the world also. It is an energy. It is a way that you carry yourself. It is a way that you speak and you interact with the world around you. But that energy, that essence of tenderness, gentleness, it finds its expression in the world through words and through movement and through touch. And so I was thinking about the contrast between the word manhandle and refine, refinement, being refined. So when we put those two words together, we think to ourselves, we don't want anything refined, anything subtle, anything elegant, being manhandled, being treated roughly or with force. I think about the image of fine china. Uh, and I, I love this image because it's so fitting for tulip poplar with its flower cup. Um, I just want to say too, before I go on, because I just can't hold it in. Yesterday when I was observing one of the blooms on this tulip poplar tree and listening and receiving the messages for my heart, I noted that the cup, the flower cup, you know, it has that 
orange color at the base of the petals all around it and it looked just like a pot sitting on a fire like the fire was coming up around it you could see it and the word that came into my mind was cauldron and it wanted to speak of to me of fire medicine fire energy and of course that took me right to dragons so i love that part of what i received yesterday was a cauldron sitting on a fire and dragons but what i also received was this idea of refinement and fine china so we have this tulip poplar cup beautiful bloom i mean we need to love the soul <laughs> that would take this flower and crush it or be uh, cruel or unkind to it, right? So I think of this idea of fine china and how we're so careful or we're, we're told to be, we're encouraged to be. Usually it's a natural sense in a person to be careful with fine china. You don't want to chip it. You don't want to drop it. You don't want to break it. And it's so lovely and beautiful and fragile, but not in a, a weak way, fragile in this refined way, in a way of something that's valuable and that you want to preserve, that we take care with it. And I think that this is part of how Tulip Poplar teaches us to be ourselves and with others. So we learn, especially, I think, I want to focus on touch, especially in intimate relationships, we learn to touch the other person, especially I feel the masculine to the feminine, with gentleness and tenderness because we recognize that this flower that's before us is so beautiful so refined, so delicate. Now, I love this too, right? Because I mentioned the cauldron. So we have this fire inside. We have this cauldron. We have this dragon energy. We have this passion. We have this fire. But it's, it's part of a picture also of refinement, of elegance, of subtlety, of poise, of grace. And so we treat it as such even though we can see the fire, feel the fire, are drawn to the fire. Oh, hear the Canadian geese. Oh, they're flying by again, making sounds. They're saying yes. And somehow I feel they want to be connected into this medicine. Oh, I'm going to have to spend more time with the medicine of Canadian geese. So even though we're drawn to the fire, even though we're warmed by the fire, even though we feel and sense the power and the life and the vitality of the fire, even though there is this cauldron of life and vitality and creativity and passion, it is being held in a body, a human container that is fine china that is refined, that is elegant, that is subtle, that is graceful, that makes you want to take care. And, and the image that I had yesterday while this word was coming to me was like a feather. That was one of the images because a hummingbird came into the tree <laughs> just as I was noticing um, 
the fire in the flower. So it's so very fitting, right, with the hummingbird to come at that time. And so that was already in my mind. And as I was thinking about refinement, I wrote in my notebook, like a hummingbird's wing, you know, like even not just the wing itself, the physical wing, although that is beauty. Yes, we take care if we ever have the gift, the opportunity of touching that, but also the subtlety of the movement even just the precision and elegance of the movement. I mean, we're just in awe of the refinement of the of the motion of the being of the of the body of the expression of the hummingbird and what it does. So this was part of what came into my mind yesterday when I was thinking about this idea of being refined. And then, of course, I went from hummingbird wings to angel wings. <laughs> Uh, and so that was really lovely this morning to have that beautiful white feather uh, floating down. So we even have this same way when we find feathers, right? Even feathers that aren't so small and tender and sort of downy, we treat them with care. We're very aware when we hold them that we don't want to crush them and we don't want to brush them in the opposite direction. You know, we're very aware of how we touch and how we brush and the lightness of our touch so that we don't damage the feather so that we, it keeps its shape and it's keeps its, the word that's wanting to come is etheric. <laughs> that's the word that's wanting to come, you know, energy and look and feel to it. So I want to offer this as part of the medicine that Tulip Poplar has to share with us is not only supporting us and enabling us and teaching us um, to touch others in this way. And this is true of those that embody the feminine, but I find it especially a medicine needed at this time by those who embody more masculine energy there is a need for a refinement of touch. <laughs> there is a need for a refinement of motion, of movement, even of weight. So you think about the lightness of the feather or the hummingbird. What does it weigh? <laughs> you know, not even an ounce. Uh, and so this lightness of touch, like sometimes you can just start, begin with a lightness of touch, right? It doesn't always have to be heavy right away. The forcefulness, the weight doesn't always have to be there um, right away. You know, I'm sort of wanting to say if ever, but of course there is always that possibility, but I find that the power, the strength often comes from the emotion, from the love. So I was having a conversation with my son the other day. He's eight and he's very into superheroes. That's what happens <laughs> at this age and younger um, with boys. And he was talking about, he noticed what motivated these superheroes that we have Batman and others, you know, and often they are motivated by anger, by revenge, by this root of bitterness. They have their backstories, right? 
and he had gotten upset with his sisters about something I can't recall now. But between being upset with his sisters and this conversation about superheroes, what I told him was that the the strength comes from acting from a place of love, that it's incredibly easy to act from a place of anger or bitterness or pain. There really is no strength in that at all, none. The strength comes from acting from a place of love. And so the strongest warrior, the most powerful superhero, is the one that's acting from a place of love. The source of their power, the motivation for their movements and what they do is from love. And and I asked him, you know, how does it feel when you're upset with your sisters? What's easier to respond to them out of anger or does it take more strength to pause and to shift and to drop into love and then respond from that place? And then whatever comes from that, whatever you do or say after, which has more power? really true power which one has more strength which one is more likely to be effective in changing the environment and so changing the world it's coming from a place of love that's where it comes from so i bring that up because when it comes to touch a lot of times what can bring the weight to touch what can make it feel, I don't know if this is the word that I want, but a little denser is the love that starts to move through the other person's body and into their hands. It starts to build the love and that's what you start to feel, the energy and the love. So it starts and it builds and it builds and it builds, yeah, until what you're feeling is Yes, perhaps the weight of physical body or the pressure of physical body. Mm, But what is that (laughs) without this building and this weight uh, of love? And that, there's a subtlety to that. And there is a grace to that. And there is an elegance to that. So I was also thinking about how if you work with Tulip Poplar a lot, or if you just embody that energy, even without knowing it, even without partnering with the plant in this vibrational medicine way, you're going to be refined. And so when people approach in a way that's a little rough, or the word that kept coming to mind was crass, (laughs) you draw back a little you know it's not how you want to be handled it's not how you want to be spoken to it's not the sort of energy that you're desiring so you sort of draw back it was a little rough you know i think about a little teacup on a shelf and you have they say you know the bull in the china shop come in and i wonder how many teacups wish they had the ability to like scoot back from the edge of the shelf just a little bit and give themselves a little bit more room so that they're not as likely to be knocked or chipped or broken by this energy that's come into their space. So I do find that if you're working with Tulip Poplar, you will start to embody 
and express this refinement in the way you move through the world in the way that you desire to be spoken to or the way that you desire to be touched. And I've been thinking about this too, that I think that there are individuals and I'm going to, I'm going to use men here, men relating to women. I do think that there are some men who notice this in a woman. They, even if they don't have words for it, they notice the refinement, they notice the grace and the poise they notice the subtlety and they don't know what to do with it. <laughs> they know that they shouldn't just rush in and that they need to take care in their approach, but they're not even sure how to approach. You know, it's like if there was some, you know, beautiful, amazing, you know, sculpture or something, and it was just exquisite and you were looking at it with a friend and they saw that you were admiring it and just so taken in by it. And they said to you, it's okay, go ahead, you can touch it. And you're, oh, no, 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 no. Because you think, I don't know how and I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to break it or I just, you know, and even a worthiness of touching that piece of art. So this is another lovely aspect of tulip poplar. If you're that sort of person, <laughs> if you're that sort of man, if you've had that experience, Tulip Poplar is here to give you the key, another key, to teach you how to touch in a way that you can come with, I love, this is the phrase that's coming to my mind from the Christian scriptures, boldly come, boldly approach the throne of grace. <laughs> oh, that's a great use for that Bible verse. But you can boldly approach this embodiment of grace because you know how to be gentle how to be tender how to be subtle in your touch you are able to channel grace through your own hands you know you know how to handle how to touch how to hold um elegance you you know you know how to do this you know how to be a channel, a conduit for grace and love to move through your hands. So I'll probably just pause there because I feel like I was all over the place, <laughs> but I hope that you've been able to receive this. I wish that I were more refined in my presentation of it, maybe in time, but I would encourage you to sit with this concept, this idea of refinement and being refined and elegance and hummingbird and angel wings and love and grace moving through a body and moving through hands and see how that might shift and change how you move through the world and how you approach, interact with, connect, touch others. I suppose this is also a very fitting time for me to invite you to Touching Nettles, Plant Medicine for Sacred Touch, which is this Friday, April 22nd, and it's a beginning. There's likely much more of this medicine to come, but I invite you to be a part of it this Friday. You can find the link below, and then you're also invited to be a part of the Creative Plant Medicine Residencies. These are 
my favorite offerings at this time. They include one-on-one -on -one sessions with me for a six-month time period where we take the path that you want to take with the plants. Where do you want to go? What medicine is calling you? And we refine. <laughs> we refine how you're connecting, what you're studying, what you're reading, what sort of conversations you're having with and about the plants. We refine the path and I will tell you that as that happens, you find yourself also being refined in your medicine. So I'll put that link below too. I hope this was good medicine for you. I'm going to step back outside and enjoy some more moments with these geese and take in their medicine. I hope this was good and that you enjoyed it and that something about it ripples out into the world and changes things. Yeah. Okay. Bye-bye.